you ever been so good at something that it just seems natural to you, but everyone else sees it as some kind of superpower that you have? Well, that's something that happens to Javen today in chapter 31 of The Dragon Collector. Tune in to find out what I'm talking about. It's Fantasy Fiction Friday! That means it's time for an escape break with author DK Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author DK Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic. Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 31. Javen's Unique Gift. Explain yourself! Javen lifted himself up on his elbows and looked around. Mertzer was gone, but Aster was standing in his place, arms crossed, looking angry. The dragon was stuck, Javen said. He needed help, so I came to help him. That's not what I meant. Aster charged over to where Javen was laying. He kicked Javen's legs and squinted at Javen through his thick glasses. Explain to me how you were communicating with him. Um... Javen stood, trying to figure out why Aster was upset. If he didn't calm him down quickly, the old man was likely to have a heart attack. The same way I'm communicating with you, by talking. Of that I am aware. I heard you. But you acted as if you could hear him speak to you. Javen nodded and spoke slowly, as though that would help the seemingly senile man understand him better. That's cause I could? Aster adjusted his glasses and softened his voice as he peered up at Javen. You could hear his thoughts? Yeah, Javen shrugged. I don't get why you're surprised. I thought all collectors could talk to dragons. No, only a few have ever had that ability and none have ever been able to communicate with dragons before making them part of their collection. Aster rubbed his hands back and forth and began pacing. This is big. Oh, this is big. This is much bigger than we thought. Javen stepped in front of Aster, grabbed a hold of his shoulders, and forced him to stop. What are you talking about? Aster looked up at Javen and gasped. Did Ravier know about this? About me being able to talk to dragons? Sure. He should have told me. Aster slapped Javen's hands away and began marching back toward the Octis. I don't get it, Javen said, struggling to keep up with him. Why is it such a big deal? And where was this crazy fast pace when they were walking to the portal together yesterday? Guess the old man just needed something to panic about. Aster spun around and pointed at Javen. Because it means that you, my son, are the answer to the prophecy. Oh, the prophecy. Right. This conversation was getting stranger and stranger. And what prophecy would that be? Flinging his hands up in the air, Aster screeched, THE PROPHECY! You mean THE PROPHECY? Javen mimicked Aster with his hands. Good, now I know exactly what you're talking about. Ignoring Javen's sarcasm, Aster continued his tirade. This changes everything. We have to get back, right away. He turned around and pointed straight ahead. To the Octis! I was kidding! Javen tried to grab Aster's arm, but the old man was surprisingly quick as he dashed ahead. Hold up! I really have no clue what you're talking about! What prophecy? The shouting did no good. Aster was too focused on getting home to explain this prophecy thing to Javen. Which Javen found quite rude. If he was the answer to some prophecy, he had the right to know what it was. Maybe Ravier or Hamilton would enlighten him when he got back. If not, he would go on strike. Either his dragon-collecting trainers would tell him about this prophecy, or he would refuse to train. Certain that he would be able to get his demands met, he reached his octi just behind Aster, climbed on, and followed the old man back through the Sandadorian portal. 
The first rays of sun were poking through the early morning darkness when Javen and Aster landed their worn-out octies between the octibarn and the house. Aster had been muttering incomprehensible nonsense to himself the whole way back, making it impossible for Javen to learn anything about this prophecy he was supposedly the answer to. Javen was thus happy to see Hamilton, Ravier, and Hannah walking toward them from the direction of the house. Surely one of them would explain the prophecy to him. Considering the loving, sympathetic gaze of his grandmother, his money was on her to help him out. The cold, angry look his grandfather shot him, however, offered no sense of help, care, or understanding. Neither did the gruff tone in Ravier's voice as he spoke. What took you so... Silence! Aster's booming reprimand stopped Ravier cold in his tracks. Aster approached him and poked his finger into Ravier's chest. You knew, and yet you did not tell. Javen grinned and watched the scene play out. He enjoyed seeing the normally stern and in-control Ravier off-balance and in the hot seat for a change. I, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Your son may have had the right color eyes, Aster said, but your grandson possesses the ability which supersedes eye color. We cannot properly train him if you keep such things a secret. Ravier hasn't been keeping secrets. Hamilton looked and sounded confused. His confusion seemed to grow when he saw the obvious guilt drenching Ravier's face. Yes, he has, Aster said. Tell him, Ravier. Tell him what your grandson is capable of. Ravier? Hamilton stood between Javen and Aster. The three of them stood in a semicircle and stared at the fidgety Ravier. Hannah stood beside Ravier, but the blank look on her face made it clear Ravier had no ally in this situation. Finally, Ravier shrugged his shoulders, rolled his eyes, and exclaimed, I thought it was a fluke. Thought what was a fluke? Hamilton asked. No, Aster said, staying focused on Ravier's excuse. You just didn't want to accept that your grandson, and not D'Artez, is the answer to the prophecy. The prophecy? Hamilton's voice squeaked. You mean this kid from Earth can fulfill THE prophecy? That's impossible. His eyes are the wrong color. Ravier sighed. No, they're not. Hamilton and Aster turned to stare at Javen. They were particularly focused on studying his eyes. I know my colors. Hamilton bent so that his nose touched Javen's nose as he spoke. This kid's eyes are brown. Ever heard of personal space? Javen nudged Hamilton's head away as he took a step back. The sudden fixation on his eyes had him on edge. He had hoped he would never have to expose his glowing green eyes to anyone ever again. His brown eyes made him feel safe and normal. His green eyes made him look and feel like a freak. A freak couldn't collect dragons and rule a country as its king. It's an illusion, Hannah said. She stepped beside Javen, put her arm around his shoulders, and gave him an encouraging squeeze. He's wearing what he calls contacts to hide the true color of his eyes. Show them, Javen. Ravi had regained his composure and was back to issuing commands. Javen looked to Hannah. She nodded in agreement with Ravier, so he relented. Fine. He bent his head, took his contacts out, and placed them delicately in the palm of his hand. He blinked several times, then looked up. Aster smirked knowingly, but Hamilton was in awe. Whoa! Hamilton turned his big, bulky frame toward Javen and bowed. Stand up, please, Javen said, stepping back to avoid bumping heads with the giant. Would somebody tell me what my eyes and my ability to talk to dragons have to do with some prophecy? Hamilton's jaw dropped. Did you say you could talk to dragons? Yeah, I can hear their thoughts. Then you are the answer to the prophecy! There you go with talk of the prophecy again, Javen said. Would somebody please explain to me what this prophecy is? You mean he doesn't know? Hamilton asked. No, of course not, Ravier said. I didn't think it was necessary. He's barely committed to becoming a collector. He might turn and run if he learns more is expected of him. 
He needs to see the whole picture, Aster said. He is standing right here, Javen said, and he agrees. As do I, Hannah said. Come with me. I'll let you read it for yourself. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.